Well, hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast for 2021. I'm excited to be back again on the digital airwaves with you. So in case you missed my last few episodes where I gave you a little bit of an update of what's happening on the podcast this year, I'll just uh, give you a bit of a rundown now. So this year I'm moving to fortnightly or twice a month usually episodes uh, of the podcast. So they'll be coming out every two weeks basically. And I'm actually alternating with my other podcast, the business of making podcast. If you don't already listen to that, I strongly recommend it. It's me and two other ladies and we talk all things handmade business and it's a really fun show. And it's a really great compliment to this show. So you'll still hear from me every week. It'll just be one week here on the Create and Thrive podcast and the next week on the Business of Making podcast. Another change I'm making is that I'm doing a lot more on YouTube this year. So I'm moving from fortnightly YouTube videos to weekly YouTube videos. So that's a little bit of the switch because I just did not have the time to do both weekly, <laughs> two podcasts and a YouTube channel as well. So I had to make that decision for 2021 that I wanted to experiment with doing the weekly videos and the fortnightly podcast episodes. So I'll be putting, um, similar as I was last year, I'll be doing at least one video every month on YouTube that is handmade business specific. And that's the episode uh, of YouTube that will also be the podcast episode uh, like today's. And then I'll generally be doing the other podcast as an interview And I've really got a really good one coming up for you later in January. So I'm really excited to share that one with you. So that's what's going to be happening Uh, on the podcast. I will update you as to what's happening over on YouTube. Like I'll let you know what's coming up if you want to watch the videos over there. I've expanded the sort of topics that I'm going to be covering on YouTube. There's a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about that didn't fit completely neatly into the handmade business umbrella. So that's why I've made this decision because the Crane Thrive podcast is going to stay specifically all about handmade business, but I'm going to be expanding on my YouTube channel, talking about working from home, talking about self-employment, talking about productivity, health, happiness, uh, and houseplants occasionally. <laughs> as one of my hobbies. So there's going to be a lot more of me and a lot more of the other things um, I'm passionate about over on my YouTube channel. So if you're interested in that, please do head on over and subscribe. It's, you can just uh, go to youtube.com forward slash Jess Van Den and you'll see uh, the link to my YouTube channel. I've got a couple of videos up there at the moment. I've got a plant haul video I did just purely for fun because I got a new camera and I was excited to do a video. So I wanted to do something super fun and easy. So I did that. Uh, I also did an office tour and makeover video that's just come out. That was not so easy. <laughs> that was a lot of filming and a lot of editing, but it was really fun to do. And I learned a lot in the process because I got, as I said, I've got a new camera, a new microphone. Uh, I got new editing software. So it was a, it was a really good experience and learning curve for me. Um, yeah, so those are a few videos that have come out. And of course, today's episode is also available as a video over on YouTube. Uh, a few more videos I've got coming up later in this month uh, is, so today's episode is all about uh, 20 Instagram post ideas for your handmade business. So I'm going to be sharing with you 20 different types of posts. And this is a really good one for visuals. So like on the YouTube version of this, I actually show you examples of all of these. So I show you examples from my own Instagram feed and also from a few of my students as well. So if you do want the visuals to go along with that, definitely do go and watch this on YouTube as well. 
Uh, a few more that I've got coming up, as I said, uh, next week, there's an episode on YouTube all about how to schedule a month's worth of content on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at the same time on one day using the one program. Super awesome. This has changed my my Instagram <laughs> and Facebook and Pinterest uh, strategy myself. So I'm sharing it with you. And um, that's going to be super useful if you're going to be joining me for the Instagram challenge, which I'm going to tell you about in just a moment. But before we get to that, um, I'm also going to be uh, talking about at the end of the month on YouTube, I've got a video about how to deal with setbacks in business and in life, because goodness knows 2020 was a year of setbacks for a lot of people. And I think 2021 is probably going to be similar. So I've got 10 sort of techniques you can use to deal with setbacks in life and business. And I talk about a few of my own small setbacks that have happened in my life in the last year, nothing major, but that's always the thing, isn't it? There's always something small uh, that's going to be getting in our way. So I talk about how to deal with that. So those are a few things that are upcoming over on YouTube. So go make sure to subscribe if you're interested in that sort of content. Uh, So that's youtube.com forward slash Jess Van Den. And I'll be talking about much more in the coming year as well. So a few other bits of news later in this month, I'm going to be doing a Thriver Circle workshop, Instagram for handmade business. So we're going to be doing, uh, I do have a, a workshop in the Thriver Circle already that is all about Instagram, but I'm doing an updated version for 2021. It's going to be great. It's a live workshop. So all my Thriver Circle uh, workshops, I do a new live workshop every single month. So this one's going to be Instagram for handmade business. It's happening on the 27th of January. Uh, If you're already a member, just make sure to RSVP over in the Facebook group uh, under the events tab. If you're not a member, you can join anytime. Just head on over to thrivercircle.com. The Thriver Circle is really what makes this podcast possible. I don't run ads. Uh, The only thing that enables me to do this is the support of the members of the Thriver Circle. So huge shout out and thank you to every single person who is a member of my membership community. And of course, you get up awful lot for being there you get our community you get our live calls live workshops and of course the your year to thrive year-long course that teaches you everything you need to know about starting and growing a handmade business so you can find all of that over at thrivercircle.com so that's what's coming up this month now next month february i'm going to be running the instagram challenge hence all the instagram related content in january because i'm getting you ready for it so the instagram challenge is something i wanted to do myself Uh, as an experiment and thought it would be really fun to do it alongside the members of the Thriver Circle. So this is going to be being run inside the Thriver Circle. So again, if you want to join us for it, uh, you need to become a member before the end of January. What we're going to be doing is committing to posting on Instagram on our feed every day for 30 days. Why? Well, I think it's really interesting to see what impact that's going to have on your reach, on your engagement with people, uh, on your marketing in general. And not only that, I'm going to be sharing with you a whole bunch of Instagram tips and ideas. So every day inside the Thriver Circle, I'm going to be sharing a new Instagram tip, trick or idea with you to help you on your Instagram journey. And of course, that's all going to build on top of the Instagram for Handmade Business workshop that I'll be running in late January in the circle. So we've done something similar in the past with Pinterest, the Pinterest challenge, which I will be running again later in this year. 
Uh, and that was that's always really fun and really interesting to see the results because you're doing it with a group of people. So you get to see what other people's results are as well, which is really fascinating. And we're going to have a secret hashtag that we're all going to use uh, in the challenge so that we can sort of stalk each other and see how we're going. Uh, so it's going to be a really interesting uh, experiment, I think. So I'm really looking forward to doing it. I'm going to be doing it on both of my main business accounts. So my Ethereal account and my Create and Thrive account. And we'll see what happens. I think this will be a big year for a lot of us on Instagram. Uh, I did a poll inside the Thriver Circle and you were telling me that Instagram is definitely sort of where you're going to be focusing a lot of your marketing efforts this year. So I'd, I wanted to make sure to help you out with that. So that's what's coming up in the next month or so. I'm excited about everything that's happening this year. You know, it's always fun in business when you make a little bit of a tweak and you change things up a bit and just see what happens. And that's what I'm doing this year with the podcast and with YouTube. So we'll see what happens. And if I don't like it, I can always go back, right? (laughs) That's one of the beautiful things about being self-employed is you can always change things if it's not working for you. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you uh, listening to the show. Please do give me a shout out on Instagram. Either share this on your Instagram stories or send me a DM on Instagram at Create and Thrive. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear, you know, that you're enjoying the show. I'd love to hear any suggestions you have for topics you'd like me to cover or people you'd like me to interview. I want to give you the content that's going to help you the most. So don't ever hesitate to reach out and let me know what you're thinking. So without further ado, let's get started with today's episode, which is 20 Instagram post ideas for handmade business. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Do you struggle to figure out what on earth to post on your Instagram account? Yeah, I do too. So I really came up with a list of ideas and different types of posts that I can cycle through on my Instagram account. So I have a couple of different Instagram accounts. I've got my jewelry business, Instagram at Ferial. I've got my Create and Thrive, so my online education business for makers. And I've got a personal account and a plant account as well called Plantifying because I'm a bit of a houseplant addict. So <laughs> keeping up with a lot of different accounts can be really stressful, but it can be stressful enough to keep up with just one and figure out what content to post on there on a regular basis. I want to make your life a little bit easier today and give you 20 different ideas of the type of content you can post to your Instagram feed if you've got a handmade or product-based business. Hello there, welcome to my channel or back to my channel. My name is Jess Van Den and today I'm going to be talking about Instagram. So I'm sharing 20 things today because I mean, it can be hard to think about what we're going to share on Instagram every day or however often you post. A big problem a lot of my students have is what am I going to post on Instagram today? So I want to make it easy for you by giving you these 20 ideas. Now, this is not the end. There's many more ideas above and beyond this 20, but I think it's a good place to start. And 
If you want more ideas, come and join me for my Instagram challenge happening in February 2021. So what I'm going to be doing is for 30 days inside my membership community, the Thriver Circle, I'm going to be running a challenge where we're all going to be committing to posting on our Instagram accounts every day for 30 days. So I'm giving you 20 uh, ideas today. I'm going to give you at least 10 more inside the challenge, 10 more types of posts. And I've got a few more up my sleeve too, so it might end up being more than 10. Who knows? But it's going to be at least 10 more uh, I'm going to be sharing in there as part of the challenge. And I'm also going to be sharing lots of Instagram tips and tricks that you can use to grow your Instagram reach and get more out of your Instagram account to market your handmade or product-based business. So if you want to come and join us for that in February, it's going to be super fun. Head on over to thrivercircle.com and you'll see the link there to find out more about this challenge. I hope you join me for the Instagram challenge. I'm really looking forward to it myself as Instagram is something I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with. <laughs> Sometimes I spend a lot of time on it and love it. Sometimes not so much. I'm also going to be doing another video this month where I show you how to uh, schedule up a month's worth of Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest posts all at once. How good would that be? So I'm going to show you exactly how to do that, what program to use, and exactly how to do Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, a month's worth of content in one day. So that's going to be my next video. Make sure to subscribe to this channel so that you don't miss that. Turn on that notification bell. And if you enjoyed today's video and you find it helpful, please do give it a thumbs up. It helps the algorithm algorithm know it's good content and it helps other people know that it's worth their while to watch as well. So shall we get started? So number one is a studio shot. This is the simplest possible shot. It is literally the main product photo that you're going to be using in your online shop. It's just that photo. So I think a lot of people will think like, oh, I can't just use my shots from my online shop. Yes, of course you can. Those are going to be your best photos. You should definitely be using those on your Instagram on a regular basis. So that is that main shot. It's where your product is the star of the show. There's one product. It's center frame and it's showing that product off to its absolute best. That is the studio shot and is the first type of content that you want to be putting on your Instagram account to show your products off to the best of their ability. Number two is a model shot. So this is somebody wearing or using or holding your product. So it's somebody, a human being, generally modeling your stuff. Now, if you can't get a real human being to model your stuff, you can use, you know, a mannequin or something like that. Um, just personally, I find mannequins kind of creepy. So <laughs> I really prefer to see things modeled on a real human being like earrings or clothes or handbags or whatever. I think it's really worth investing in the time of getting photos on a real person uh, because they just humanize the object and sort of help your customer to see themselves using the product. So a nice model shot of your product being used or worn or held is a really, really great type of content to have on your feed. Number three is a customer photo. So a photo that one of your customers has taken and has sent to you or shared on social media. So if your customers have tagged you and you should be encouraging them to tag you if they're sharing on Instagram or Facebook or anywhere else, 
If they've tagged you and they have a public account, chances are they're probably happy for you to share it. But if you're not sure, just send them a quick DM and say, hey, I love this photo that you took of my work. I'd love to reshare it on my Instagram feed. Is that okay? You can always just share it to your stories as well, but I think it's better if it's a really good photo it's a really great piece of content because not only will it be a nice photo, it's social proof. It's showing potential customers, actual customers who are wearing, using, or enjoying your product. So it's a fantastic type of content. And I really encourage you to um, encourage your customers to share that. So one thing I do is I have this little um a little thing that I send to my customers with like a photo of me and Nick and thank you. And on there we actually have, you know, we love to see our jewelry being worn. If you do share it, can you please tag us? And we put our um, social media handles right there to make it super easy for them. And I have gotten some really wonderful uh, photos from my customers over time. I'm also lucky enough that because we're in the wedding industry, often we'll get professional photos. And in that case, always remember to credit the actual photographer as well. If they're professional photographs, make sure to credit not only the customer, but also the photographer and get their permission to share that image with your audience. Number four is a photo of you with your work. So it could be you modeling it or just you holding it or you working on your work. Something that puts you in the frame and shares you with your audience. Now, if you're a bit camera shy, totally understand that. It doesn't have to be your face necessarily. You can get a photo of you from the back working at your you know, your bench or your work table. You can get a close-up photo of your hands making your product or like over the shoulder. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a face picture if you find that uncomfortable. Although I do encourage you to kind of get over that fear because people connect with faces and the more that you can actually put your face out there, the more you will again humanize your brand and your product and people will get to know you because of your face and who you are but it's not necessary you can get around it by doing those other types of photos that i mentioned but it's a really nice way to get you in there especially if you're a handmade business owner people want to know more about you and they want to connect with you personally that's one of the reasons they're shopping handmade so don't be afraid to get yourself into the photo as well number five is very closely related to this so it is the first one is you with your product this one is you making your product specifically and potentially a video so have a video of you uh, making the product because that actually shows the process in action so for me it might be me like um, hammering i've got one in my etsy uh, store and on my website because etsy recently introduced the whole video thing in the listing you can have a video um, image and I've got one of me like stamping one of my secret message rings and that's really it was really easy and fun to film there's so many different parts of the process that you could potentially film and put up on your Instagram channel and it doesn't have to be fancy you can literally just use your phone um, even if you don't have a tripod you can like prop it up against something make sure you've got some decent light like have your lights on or have some lamps or do it next to a window or outside in a shady day whatever and just take a little film of your hands doing the thing or if it's a bigger one people love that sort of stuff i love seeing makers actually making and so will your customers so that is a really great one to get up there on your channel because it really shows yes this is me making my product number six is an unboxing so it could be unboxing photos 
or unboxing video. So this might be something, again, it might be a customer provided photo. I've got some great uh, photos from my customers of them like unwrapping the, the products and showing the parts of the packaging. So um, that is a really nice one. You can do it yourself. Like you can just literally um, take photos of or film yourself the, doing the unboxing process and share that on your um, Instagram as well. So you could, you know, here's a little envelope that was totally random that I had that there, but one of the envelopes, you know, that we send our stuff in, you could show it, you know, being opened and what's inside and pulling out, you know, the item and then unwrapping the ribbon and opening it up. So that's another really great video opportunity uh, to show your unboxing of your, pro your product. Number seven is closely related to this. So the unboxing is the process of taking it all out. Number seven is the packaging in general. So showing it at just a photo of your packaging, some element of your packaging can be a really nice thing too, especially if you do a really good job and your packaging looks really professional. It's a really great way to show people a little bit more behind the scenes and what they can expect when their item arrives in the mail. And that might be something that tips someone over and go, oh, that looks so beautiful. That would make a really nice gift for so-and-so. So number eight is a group shot. So this is a group of your products all together, not just a singular one, but a group of the same products. This is really nice because it can show a bit of scale. It can just show, uh, it just can add a little bit more interest. So it's not just one product sad sitting on its own. It's a group of them um, sitting together. This is a fun one. Like if you make uh, different colorways of the same product or different uh any other sort of different variations of the same product. Having a group shot is really, really great. I've seen this done really nicely with like ceramic bowls that are in different colors. Uh, if you have like, for me, I could show one of my rings with a whole bunch of different finishes, like the three different finishes it comes in, in one photo. There's lots of ideas here of ways you can personalize the group shot thing. So it's a really nice type of photo. Number nine is related to this. It's another group shot, but it's a collection of different products. So it's a collection of multiple of your different products all put together in one photo. So this can be a really nice way to cross sell. So say you make a matching pair of earrings and necklace, you can have both of them in the photo. Or just say you want to show a range of your different products, you can then easily um, show them off just in one shot. And you can get really creative and artistic with this sort of thing as well, which is really fun. So having that group photo of the different, so a collection photo of all different types of products. And obviously if you have lots of products, this is kind of endless. The different combinations of products that you could photograph together to have uh, is you know quite broad and you can put them on different backgrounds and have them in different situations like again for rings i could like just take a photo of my hand and um having different i don't know if that focused yes no it wants to focus on my face a photo of my hand doing something with like multiple different rings on it if you make necklaces you could take a photo of people wearing like someone wearing multiples of your necklace uh, if you make cushions you could show a cat photo of a couch with multiple different cushions on it so there's lots of different ideas here and ways that you can um, make that collection photo work so number 10 we're almost halfway this is a product in your home so uh, a cushion on a couch, uh, a, an item of clothes hanging on a hanger, like on the wall or on a door or something like that. Um, jewelry, like 
pieces of jewelry in a, a dish on somebody's table, like on a um, bedside table or a dresser or something like that. Just the item kind of in the habitat of the home in some way. If you make mugs, it could be just, you know, the mug and a, um, a cupcake sitting on the kitchen table. Just something that sort of puts it into everyday life for people and they can perhaps see that item in their home. It's a nice way of, again, making it feel part of the environment and not just a, a single product standing by itself. It kind of puts it in context of where it could live in your customer's home. Number 11 is a styled shot. So the first one I talked about is studio shots. So that should basically just be your product and nothing else. There shouldn't really be much else in that picture to distract from your product. A styled shot, however, would be your product with some styling elements around it to just add a little bit more interest to the photo. This is not the sort of photo you generally want to use as your main product image because you don't want to distract the eye from the product. But on Instagram, it's all about making things look pretty, right? <laughs> and catching people's attention. So styling your product in some way that's appropriate could work really, really well. Number 12 is a flat lay good old flat lay. So if you're not sure, a flat lay is basically a whole bunch of stuff arranged flat and a photo taken straight down on top of it. You could do this with, uh, this could be sort of a collection of your products you could do this with. You could do it with um, your products and related products. So easily again for me, jewelry, I could have, you know, jewelry, a pair of glasses, a phone, a purse, whatever, you know, shoes, stuff that's related to it that complements it in some way, basically. Um, you could do it with your tools. This is what I love to do is a flat lay of my tools with some of my jewelry in there as well. And again, that shows off the tools of the trade. So it's kind of a behind the scenes type of flat lay. So if you're a knitter, for example, you could have a couple of, uh, say you're knitting a scarf with like three different colors. You could have a little bit of the scarf on the knitting needles with the three balls of yarn there in the flat lay as well and maybe a cup of coffee or you know something that sort of speaks to the making process. I love these sort of photos as well so that could be a really nice one and again it's a nice way to get a little bit creative with your photos. Number 13 is a photo of your product in an unusual environment. So for example uh, a piece of jewelry on a shell on a beach, uh, a cushion outside strewn under a tree that somebody can envisage themselves going and lying under a tree and enjoying the outdoors, uh, a piece of clothing sort of maybe strewn over, I don't know, the back of a chair or something. That's probably not so unusual for most of us, <laughs> but you get the gist, like putting your product in a slightly unusual or outdoor environment, just to give a little bit of interest, try to have it uh, something that's sort of related to your product in some way. So if your product is very wintry, having it outside, um, you know, is really nice. Uh, one of my students, Shireen from Smeedy Bitty Knits, does a really amazing job of this. She has so many great photos on her Instagram feed of her product like outdoors because she makes beanies and she lives in a snowy climate. So she has photos of her beanies like on snowy logs and things like that. And it works really well because it not only shows off the product, but it speaks to the, the, the environment that the product belongs in. So that's a really nice way uh, of sort of expanding the type of photos that you're taking as well. Number 14 is the introduction 
photo or the hello to my followers type of photo. So generally this will be a photo of you. Again, you don't have to put your face, you know, you could do an arty shot from behind or, you know, a silhouette or something, but I do strongly recommend you do your face. And this is the, 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 hi, this is me photo. And you actually, in your description, you have a blurb about who you are, what you do, why you do it. So you, you'll see, if you spend any time on Instagram, you'll see these sorts of photos happening pretty regularly where people are like, hi, new followers, I'm Jess. <laughs> this is what my account's all about and what I'm all about. So that's generally going to be a nice portrait shot of you or, you know, full either close-up portrait or full body shot of you just chilling you know again you can be in your work environment but it could be something else entirely just a nice photo of you uh, so that's a nice one that again humanizes you makes it easy for your customers to connect with you and tells your story as well in a very explicit way because usually on your account you're telling your story in quite a non-explicit way you're sort of just showing little glimpses of your story whereas this is like the this is like the about page on your instagram where you actually outline who you are and what you do so that's a great one if you haven't done one of these for a while it's a great post to do like every three to six months depending on how your your account is uh, traveling and how many followers you're gaining it's a nice thing to do on a semi-regular basis to introduce new people to you in detail number 15 is a photo of your partner or your family so again this is something that if they're happy to be photographed um, having them part of it to you know tells your story in a little bit more detail it shows a bit more behind the scenes of who you are what your situation is who the people around you are and if somebody buys from you the family that they're supporting the people that they're actually supporting so that's another really nice type of personal picture to put on your account and again something to do on a you know six to 12 months basis or even more often like lots of people like to do this on a more regular basis but it is definitely a nice one to do and you can somehow incorporate your products into this if you want to but you don't have to like not every not every photo on your instagram feed needs to show your product it just needs to be part of the story that you're telling about your brand and your business to your customers Number 16 is closely related to this. It is a photo of your pet or your studio mascot. This is really cute. Some people do this really, really well where they have like a dog or a cat that hangs out with them in the studio and becomes part of the story of the business. And you know, people love pets. People love seeing pets. So it can be a nice thing to do on a regular basis to show that again, the, the personalization, the family, the warmth element of your story. And uh, people love that sort of content as well. So sharing that story, like, you, you know, how your cat likes to hang out with you while you work or you you go for a walk with your dog and then your dog comes and hangs out with you in your studio your workspace and maybe you have some chickens that live outside if you have an eco business and you know something that's based on a, a, a farm or something like that so just something that you know brings a bit more life to your feed as well number 17 is a photo of your workspace so you don't have to be in this one <laughs> it can just literally be a photo of your workspace where you work what it looks like you know some of us have beautiful workspaces uh, i really love my office and i've done a video recently showing the makeover that i've done in my office to, at the beginning of this year well the end of 2020 really um downstairs is a different story <laughs> our workshop at the moment is a bit of a disaster zone because we haven't really cleaned it properly since we moved in you know we organize it but i mean like there's rouge all over the walls which is like a, a clay that we use to polish stuff and 
so we're doing a bit of a clean makeover down there as well uh, and I don't spend as much time down there as Nick does because he makes most of the jewelry but I would I would like be selective with my photography <laughs> like photograph a small part that looked nice I do have old photos from my old studio that look quite, quite nice so um, you know if your studio as a whole is a bit of a mess you can always be creative with this and like just clean up a little bit of it and take a photo or you can be bloody honest and say this is what it's really like this is the behind the scenes this is the reality of what it's like to run the sort of business that I run in all of its messy glory and if that's part of your business a part of your story part of your brand is to that sort of brutal honesty of what it, what's happening behind the scenes um, I think that can be really challenging for a lot of us because especially for our Instagram feed uh, we want to keep it looking pretty right so that might be something if you're not quite willing to put it in your feed it might be something you do in your stories and people will connect with that because they'll be like hey they're not perfect they're a bit of a mess too so that might be something if you have the the pretty style shot on your feed but you can show the real story uh, behind the scenes in your story as to how messy things can get when you're in the creative process number 18 is related to this it's a photo of your tools and materials now i didn't mention this earlier in the flat lay but this can be just a general photo of your tools and materials there are some people who do this really well on a regular basis like um, showing their materials uh, as part of showing the story of their product i've got a couple of photos that i really love that i've taken of my materials over the years and uh, you too can do that and you can get quite creative with it like don't just think okay here's my yarn or here's my fabric just on the table <laughs> think about how you can make it a bit more interesting uh, add a little element uh, an element of interest to it to show your materials off in a light or in a way that people might not have ever thought of before and again you can infuse your creativity into how to share those photos of your materials or tools number 19 is a work in progress so this is not a finished product not a material it's the middle stage so it's something that is in the process of being created and again you can make this beautiful it depends on the product you know um, some of my products look a bit of a mess <laughs> at certain parts of their process just because of the materials I'm using but I might show like a pair of earrings like the one I'm wearing which are my streamlined earrings I might show like a photo of them when I've bent them but before I've hammered them so the general shape is there but you can see that they're not done you can see there's more to do uh, I might share a picture of a ring when it's cut I think I've, I have shared photos of rings like that have been soldered together but before they've been shaped and before they've been finished off so just look again look for ways to share those um, products uh, in that process and again this is a really nice thing to do as a handmade business because you're showing people the real process behind it you're showing them that you are making this thing you're not just saying oh yeah I make this stuff you're showing them the proof that you are the person who is creating this work and that's really really awesome to do and finally number 20 is quotes or inspirational words of some description so this can be uh, words on an overlay of a product photo or it can just be literally text on some sort of background people love a good quote I know I love a good quote so this can be a really nice way of sharing the ethos behind your business so your brand story the things that care you care about that matter to you and that you hope will matter to your customers as well so you can kind of go heavy with this you can do this on a regular basis or it can be just something that you do when the mood strikes you 
or there might be a particular story that you're trying to tell, especially at certain times of the year, like if it's related to Mother's Day or Valentine's Day or Christmas or New Year or birthdays. So having some sort of quote or inspirational text can be a really nice way of connecting emotionally to your ideal customer. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the show. Remember, if you want to join me for that live Instagram workshop, Instagram for Handmade Business, and you want to join me for the Instagram challenge next month in the Thriver Circle, make sure to become a member by about the 25th of January. No later than that if you want to join us for the workshop, uh, live for the workshop. So head on over to thrivercircle.com and you can sign up anytime. I'll be back again in a fortnight's time with a lovely interview with a lovely lady who has a lot of great information and knowledge to share about growing a handmade business. In the meantime, remember, you can always listen to my other podcast, The Business of Making, and you can always check me out on YouTube with some of the videos I've got coming up. That's just Just Van Den over on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I'll be back again soon. Bye for now.